Royal Exchange turning our attention now to the NZ Agritech sector. And AgriSea is a pyro-based company which produces an extensive range of seaweed-based concentrates used in agriculture, horticulture, viticulture and apiculture sectors. The CEO, Claire Bradley, joins us now. Good morning, Claire. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. We understand AgriSea to be the seaweed pioneers of New Zealand. Can you tell us a bit more about what you do? Sure. So AgriSea is a family-owned and operated business. And my husband, Pane, and I are the second generation now at the helm. And I guess much like the farming sector, we've got the opportunity to, to build on the foundations that have kind of been laid for the generations before us. And as for what we do, uh, we, we create a range of products from seaweed um, and in the horticulture and agriculture sector. It's mainly around soil conditioning, biostimulants for plants and crops, and I guess our aim is really to support sustainable, profitable and quality food production right across our primary sector. Can you just give us the differential between a biostimulant and a fertiliser? <laughs> sure, sure. So biostimulants are definitely not fertilisers. That's kind of first yeah. and foremost. And you'll even see on the MPI website that these are quite two distinct categories of farm and orchard inputs. And biostimulants have really low levels of nutrients like nitrogen and phosphorus and potassium. And I guess it's been a common misconception that this low concentration means there's low value. But biostimulants offer, operate in quite a different way than fertilizers and they're full of other active substances. So with plants and pastures, for example, their main function is to stimulate a plant's process. So they enhance the uptake of nutrients may be applied by fertilizer. They increase tolerance to stresses like drought and frost, and they improve crop and, and pasture quality. And from a soil perspective, agricultural biostimulants can help enhance the life or the biology in the soil, which, which is really starting to become a new frontier of research. And that life in the soil helps to store things like water in the soil, nutrient availability, and root growth. And I guess, ultimately, uh, the soil is the building blocks that really underpins our GDP in New Zealand, and mm. it really needs some of our care and attention. Yeah, because that topsoil, once it's gone and eroded, it's pretty hard to get back. And it's good to see, Claire, that, you know, biostimulant use is, you know, it's on the rise here in New Zealand and overseas as well. So what do you think has led to, um, I guess, its proliferation? Yeah, there has been quite huge growth in the sector. And I think what's really important is that biostimulants complement fertiliser use rather than compete against it. Mm. Um, so that's one of the interesting things that you can use both. Um, and, and there's also some big universal factors that are happening all around the globe. And those are things, like you say, the degrading soils. Um, we've got erosion, we've got loss of soil carbon and structure and, and over-fertilisation, over and all of those things have a really big impact on our production and our profits. Um, you've got things like global climate effects, where really we need our soils functioning properly to help us store and distribute water. We've got, you know, we can't ignore the rising costs of fertiliser around the world, aligned with the rising cost in fuel, and, you know, that current European instability doesn't really look like it's going to help um, anytime soon. And then it really comes down to consumers. So around the world, um, our consumers are demanding that their food is produced 
in a sustainable manner, that it's grown with fewer chemical inputs, that it's traceable, ethical, transparent. And you know, I think combined um, the pressure to feed more and more mouths, it's a huge ask uh, for any farmer or grower to deliver on all of those things for a consumer while remaining profitable. And biostimulants are seen as one of the avenues to help that. Yeah, um, I can see. I that in, in, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, you know, it, it's one of those tools in the toolkit. You know, there's never going to be a silver bullet. Does the whole powered by place idea that I've read in relation to what you guys produce there, does that, that, that sort of feeds into that whole consumer um, ideal aspect, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And I think in Agri's case, you know, we've been around for 26 years now. We've been around a long time. Um, you know, we've got uh, peer-reviewed published research and science along with things like on-farm trials that are relevant uh, both here in New Zealand and in our overseas market. Um, and, you know, here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, we have such a unique viewpoint, a unique culture and a unique place in this world. And it's actually something the world wants. Um, and for us, kind of being powered by place means collaboration. It means partnering with others in the ecosystem, um, including the likes of Agritech New Zealand, New Zealand Trade and Enterprise and Callaghan Innovation, so that we can kind of harness our biosimilar technology we've developed and pre- prepare it for the world. And it's, you know, interesting, I was, I've just um, a couple of weeks ago back, got back from Europe. And, you know, while we might, might not all agree on how the pandemic has been handled here, it's certainly put us on the international map as a leader in safety and wellness. And, you know, when I was overseas last month, it was really heartening to kind of hear the majority of people no longer uh, think that we're part of Australia. So that's a real <laughs> win, I think, I'm putting it on the world today. Ah, good. We're yeah. winning there, Hamish, aren't yeah, we? Um, yeah. It's interesting you say that, Claire. I was uh, listening to a podcast recently where the question was asked of a um, uh, I think it was a, someone to do with the pandemic anyway, some expert in the States, whether or not there was anyone that actually did it well in terms of the last couple of years. And uh, he said, not really, maybe New Zealand. So, yeah, you're right. I think that mm-hmm. that point is um, starting to come home, which it's not going to do any harm to that image, uh, you know, of that, um, you know, our food producing image that we that we want to uh, convey right from, as you say, uh, the quality of the soil, what we use in it, and right through to the end product and how we get it and make it and get it to uh, the destinations. That's right. And I think for um, our customers here, it's, it's particularly important that we've got a 100% New Zealand-based supply chain. So, for example, we don't uh, kind of import cheap uh, powdered seaweed, uh, for example. But what that means is that the value that is created from our production system stays on our shores. And so that we work really hard to continue our innovation pipeline. We've got some cool and funky stuff with you know, electronic components and all sorts of stuff built from seaweed. But for us, that's around um, creating higher values that we can um, redistribute back to our supply chain all the way out to our remote coastal whānau. Yeah, well, um, look, we do a lot, don't we, Hamish, about AgriTech on on this yep, program because we we like to know what's uh, you know the innovations and stuff and what people are doing out there uh, in this country when it comes to that sort of yeah. stuff. So, just in, in summation, clear the future of um, New Zealand AgriTech. Uh, what does it look like for you? I think we're super excited by the future of New Zealand AgriTech and our food production. 
and I think you know we've we've talked a little bit about some of those unique advantages that we have to share with the world. Um, but also it's the people. You know, we've got some incredibly smart, dedicated people who are really partnering around their love of the sector and wanting to help farmers and growers stay ahead of the challenges that are coming down the pipeline. You know, we can't ignore those challenges, but together, by pooling together and partnering, um, we can find some solutions. And that might be uh, harnessing software, automation, or harnessing biotech and green tech, and even complementing our indigenous knowledge and things like mātauranga Māori. So I just really can't wait to see what we all think of next um, with our brains combined. It's an exciting time. Exciting times indeed. That is fantastic. Uh, that is CEO Claire Bradley there from Agri C. Uh, Dom, I like that. I like the positivity and the exciting times. And, uh, you know, the last couple of years, what we've been through, um, you know, as much as it has been testing times, it has put us in pretty good stead, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it's positioning us really well um, in terms of, uh, you know, what our agriculture looks like in the ne- in, in the decades to come. I think we're actually setting up for, um, yeah, it, look, it's not going to be easy. There's going to be a lot of headwinds, speed bumps, whatever yep. you want to call it, but I think we're actually setting up quite nicely. As long as we as a country... And we talk about these internal headwinds, don't shoot ourselves in the foot, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, totally. And, and, and there's a lot of that sort of uh, hanging around at the moment. Uh, these, the, you know, the great farm gate returns, but some some challenges right across the board being faced as well. Great to chat to Claire Bradley there, CEO of AgriSeat. Well, gee, we've, we've, uh, what have we done? We've just about powered our way, way through. Yeah, we have, through the first hour. Look at show. that. Time hey. flies when you're oh. having a blast, Hamish Exactly. Mackay. So talking of a blast, the big fella, Cam Haggy, will kick off the second part of the show. Uh, of course, he's out checking out bulls for the for the bull sale season that's coming up. But also, he he's a good, you know, Cam's got his finger on the pulse. He's a, he's a very genuine human being, and it would be good to get his sort of, uh, you know, his take on how things are out in our rural community. That is coming up next. <gasps> Only one sale away from the Shopify 1000 Club. Is that a thing? Wow, Mom, have a cookie. I'll take one. <laughs> Dad. These are delicious. You need to sell them. Mm-mm, you should. Mom. No, seriously. Let's set you up on Shopify. It's easy. I always knew you would build your own business. Guys. Yum. Yum. Okay, if Mom can do it, then why not? Number 1000. Start selling today with Shopify for free. Sell online, in person, and anywhere else your future holds. And manage it all from a single place. No design or coding experience necessary. It's why every minute of every day, something amazing happens. A new seller makes their first sale with Shopify. Plus, with on-demand business courses and 24-7 support, Shopify is with you every step of the way. So, when you're ready to bring your idea to life, build it on Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of ideas around the world. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free 14-day trial at shopify.com slash free 22 go to shopify.com slash free 22 and start selling today shopify.com slash free 22